my name is Ian Peterman. I'm CEO and founder of Peterman Design Firm. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about the risks associated with new product development. So this is a question I have been asked uh, countless times uh, and talked about with clients. It's something that when we go through feasibility and road mapping with clients on, on projects, uh, it's, it's kind of the core of figuring out what are the risks associated with the specific product and how to mitigate those risks. So this is gonna be split into kind of two general parts. The first part is pre-launch and things like manufacturing's not, and legal cost, market, and delays are all kind of areas in there that we're gonna talk about. And then there's post-launch. And post-launch is sales, durability, supply chain, uh, and positioning of products time-wise. So to start off, we're gonna talk about pre-launch. First thing here is manufacturing. And one of the risks that every product has is not being able to be manufactured. So there's a few different ways that, that it could not be manufactured. First being, it's just not technically feasible. Um, now there's very few things that can't be made, but at scale, it doesn't always make sense to make a specific product as it's designed. So one of the risks is that you go through the process, you get to the manufacturing and it's just not gonna be possible um, either technically or it is technically possible, but the investment level you have to create a new manufacturing process in order to create the product. And that's just outside of the scope and budget of the product and the project. Uh, or just, you know, it's definitely feasible. People are, it's using known manufacturing techniques. There's not, not anything, you're not pushing any boundaries, so to speak, but you are going to be too expensive. And while that's, never happened in, on the products that I've worked on. I definitely know of products that have been killed and, and it's because the cost was just too high uh, and relative to what they could actually sell the product for. Uh, so manufacturing is one of those areas that can have some risk. There's often ways to mitigate it and there's ways to uh, move through it and, and make it possible. Um, there's an entire design for manufacturing process that uh, is part of figuring out how to make sure it is manufacturable. Uh, and you definitely want to make sure that you understand in general, you know, whether it's going to require this huge investment up front of developing a new manufacturing technology or process, or if it's something that already exists. And that will help, you know, in determining you know, what the risk is, well, that'll tell you whether it's going to be a high risk or low risk for this area. Second part of pre-launch is legal. So this can, this can happen in the beginning. It can happen in the end. Um, it doesn't really have a specific area where it will impact time-wise. It can impact at any time. And that is, there's a couple, few different parts of legal that can impact and the risks associated with those areas. Uh, and so one of those areas is patents. So there's always a risk that you are developing a product that 
is patented or someone is in the process of trying to get a patent. So you, of course, can mitigate that risk by engaging in, uh, attorneys early on, making sure that you do the research, but you also should be ongoing doing that research because if it takes you 12 months to develop the product and you don't have anything in place to protect you, someone else could be developing or submitting patents during that process. And so you just want to be aware of those, that area, because, and be aware of those things because that could potentially block and you don't want to get 80% done and find out that you can't move forward because there's a patent or some other legal protection uh, on somebody else's product that won't allow you to move forward. So another area is in regulation. So you can be legally stopped from developing a product if regulation is changed, if there's regulation you weren't aware of. And so again, mitigating this is really a research intensive process to make sure that you aren't going to cross any lines or break any laws that have to do with regulation um, and regulating your product uh, field. So it's all, it, it really is all navigable. You can get through it. You can, you can avoid a lot of issues, but legal can be a huge block and it can be a very expensive block. Um, so being aware of those risks there will allow you to figure out a better path forward. The next area I wanna talk about is cost issues. So there's, of course, I mentioned manufacturing, the first part that you know your cost might be a little too high to develop the product. It could be too high for per part cost. Um, cost issues also, you know, come down to whether you have the funding to actually produce the product and make it all the way through. And this is something that I, I see a lot of times is that you know companies or people will start a new project and they don't do the due diligence up front to look at actually the entire long-term cost of the actual product and what it's going to take to really get it to market. They, you know, maybe talk to a firm and, and get a, a nice lowball offer that seems reasonable and they work through it and they get change ordered up until you run out of money. And that unfortunately happens is practice that I don't participate in. I think it's not a good way to land projects, but people do that in order to get business um, and its impact can impact your cost. So doing a cost analysis at the beginning and understanding, yeah, the development may cost this and production is going to cost this. So I've seen, I've seen unfortunately quite a few projects get through product development and they didn't set aside any money who actually market it or do a successful Kickstarter or other crowdfunding campaign or even pay for production. And so you can end up running into cost issues there. if You don't have the right budget for your project. The next area is market. So you want to make sure there's always a risk associated with they're not being a market for a product. They're, the market's shifting enough so where your product is no longer uh, going to fit. And so obviously this is ongoing. The market is always changing. People want different things. People have different problems. People, 
it all changes, it all shifts. Um, typically, it's not quick enough to where an entire market disappears overnight, but there are market opportunities if you're developing something for a short-term market that is only gonna exist for a couple of years and then you know it's going away or even a few months, um, really specific markets, then you wanna make sure that that can be a risk. That can be a risk of, well, we're developing the product and the product is gonna take too long to develop it. And by the time we get it to market, things will have shifted or you know somebody else's product will come out and the advantages that we have aren't enough to really keep going. So you wanna be aware of a market um, and the risks associated with, of course, launching a, a product into the market and there not being any interest. So those are all things that can be mitigated. You can do market research and you can do all that research up front and then ongoing as you work through it. The last area that I wanna talk about is project delay. So there's many reasons why a project can be delayed. It can be due to finances, legal, manufacturing issues, product feedback from potential customers, uh, and users giving you feedback that kind of send you back to the drawing board a bit uh, in order to make sure your product is what it needs to be for launch. Um, all of those, yeah, they, they have happened to someone else. They, they do happen. Delays are sometimes part of the project. And so that's one of the risks that we look at is trying to, as best as we can, understand what are potential delays that could happen to the project and what are the co potential causes of those delays. And obviously there's, there's a rather infinite list of reasons that a project could be delayed, but you wanna be aware of as many of those potential risks as possible so that you can mitigate and hopefully sidestep those, those actual risks and be able to move forward without delays. Now I wanna talk about post-launch. So in post-launch, I mentioned uh, before, is sales, durability, supply chain, and product timing. So first is I want to talk about is sales. So one of the risks with every product, whether it's a new product or even old products, is sales not being what they need to be. So obviously, when you launch a product, you need to have a certain number of sales in order to make it a return on your investment that is worth spending everything to do a new product development. Uh, so those, the risk in sales not happening is it's an ongoing risk um, and there's many different things that could impact it. And that's a, and a whole separate conversation on what can impact it. But sales, you want to make sure that your process for sales and your tools and marketing and everything is really well set up to give sales the best chance possible and make sure that you have a good idea that sales are going to happen before you launch. Uh, because the, the, the risk with no sales or not good enough sales is that you end up uh, launching a product for a loss and you never want to do that. So it's always good to be aware of sales and how to mitigate risks there. Next area is durability issues. So one of the risks that you can associate with new product developments is 
product hasn't been on the market and as much testing as you do, people will always use a product in different ways than you ever thought of. They will use it for longer. They'll put it in places that you never thought of because you're going to work with a small group to, to test it or even a large group, but that's nowhere near the population that your product will probably be going out to. So you'll do as much durability testing as you can. And there's always a risk that there is some use that you weren't aware of or people start using it for your product for a lot uh, that starts to cause durability issues. And you wanna be as aware as possible. You wanna do as much testing and ensure that your product is gonna last as long as you say it is and be careful about what you promise in terms of durability because the risk there is that you end up with products that are failing, products that are getting returned, products that are coming back to you that should not have failed or were used in a way that you weren't expecting. And so you wanna be aware of those risks and, and make sure you build in a plan for you to be able to handle those risks. Next, I wanna talk about supply chain issues. So there can be some supply chain issues pre-launch, but those typically just get worked out. They may cause delays, but they don't cause typically a lot of risk in, in the pre-launch. However, issues in your supply chain post-launch are a huge risk. If your supply chain is impacted negatively, if they're not able to deliver the parts and product to your customers, this can turn into your customers being really unhappy and not getting their product. And you want to avoid that. It can turn into a, a PR issue and it can also cost a lot of money in order to compensate for that. So if your main supplier is down and you don't have a backup supplier already put together, you run a risk of having to pay a lot of money to expedite production through a different supplier just to be able to meet current demand. And while you want sales to be really good, you also wanna make sure your supply chain doesn't break down in the middle of growth, because that can be a killer. Next, the two, these are kind of two twin uh, areas is product timing and both early and late are risks. So if your product is too early, you run the risk of launching a product into the market and having not enough people grab it and start using it yet because it's a little bit too advanced. You know, there's a bell curve of adoptive adoption for products. There's really early adopters. They will, they're the people who paid, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars for the first VCRs and they paid thousands of dollars for the first flat screens. And, you know, they are there, they do exist but they are a very small percentage of the population. And if you are too ahead or your product is not a, adopted quickly enough, you run the risk of having really bad sales. You run the risk of not having enough people even care or know about the product because it's just not something that people are engaged with. And so too early can end up being detrimental uh, to your product launch and your, your sales after that. Um, the other area is being too late. So you never wanna be the last 
person to a party when you are launching a new product. You want to be somewhere in the middle, in the right spot, the Goldilocks zone, where you are going to be, there's, there's adoption, adoption rate is good, people are buying it, and it, but it's not a tail end of a fad. It's not a tail end of a, of a season of, of something. You want to make sure if you are in the middle because too late means that the market has already probably moved on to the next product. You, you know, could be the, it could be a little bit better. You could be a lot better, but unless there's enough market there for your product and you're really at the tail end of market demand for a product or product type or category, you're not going to have runway in order to have sales and grow and return on your investment because the market is at the point where it's shrinking. Now, of course, it could rise again. So maybe it'll, it'll come back uh, in popularity or you know that problem will reappear and your product will be needed more. And that happens. You can definitely be that person that kind of positions and, and what will be a really smart place to jump into the tail ends when there's still some market, wade through the the lean portion and then be ready to pounce as soon as things are, are picking up again. And that can be really smart. However, it's also really risky because if you're too late and it doesn't come back, you've just invested a whole bunch of money. And unlike your competitors or anybody else who's been putting out a product in that area who has started early, early in the in the profitable area with the most number of people interested in the product. Those people were making money and, and selling product and doing really well, and they're at the tail end. So they've been, had a really good return on your investment. And launching a product too late is not going to give you that runway for return on investment that you're going to want with the cost that comes with producing a new product. So hopefully, this outlines a few of the different risks associated with new product development and give you some broad strokes on what those areas are and and a little bit on how to how to mitigate or avoid some of these risks. And of course every project and every product is different and the minutia of exact you know risks with each one is different. That's why we do uh, feasibility studies and people do market analysis and cost analysis and all that work because no product unless they're really, really close to each other and no one's going to share all of this fee study and market research with each other as yours. Um, so every time a new product is developed, it's likely going to get all of this research done in order to avoid these risks. And hopefully you know about these risks now too. Hey, thanks for watching. We really appreciate our viewers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do subscribe to our channel so you can get more great videos like this in your feed and like the video. If you want to learn more about the Peterman Design Firm, please check us out on our website, petermanfirm.com. You'll find link and information in the description. And of course, we're on all social media as well. So check us out there. All right. Thank you.